Hey, I'm Claire. And I'm Janice. And this is The X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. We are breakup coaches here to help you beat your breakup, heal your broken heart, and move on to an amazing, abundant life. We had to do one more episode, and this will be the first of our happy hour podcast Yay! episodes. And I'm so excited about this. I had yes. this in mind from the beginning and already I'm having a blast. Yeah, so. it's uh, it's exactly what it sounds like. Um, where we get to loosen up a little bit, uh, drink our favorite adult beverages. If you are not a drinker, make your own like virgin cocktail yep. and yep. settle down for this episode where we discuss more pop culture sort of things and to open we thought we'd start with a hot take and review a 10 year old movie (laughs) valentine's day (laughs) you know what honestly watching it it didn't feel 10 years old because a bunch of the performers are still still so relevant and hot right now yes and it was interesting though like I love the little haircuts you know all the guys had those that that lush bang situation there was more gel in this (laughs) film than you see right now (laughs) yeah so but other than that you know we've got Ashton Kutcher Jessica Alba uh Every other famous person, Patrick Dempsey, um, <laughs> Jamie Fox. Taylor Swift, Taylor yes. Lautner, Jamie Foxx, mm-hmm. uh, Anne Hathaway, which w- Anne Hathaway. was in, uh, what was, Jessica uh, Biel. Well, no, more recently. Oh, oh what was she? Biel. Yes. yes. Okay. She's a- Anne Hathaway was in the so Amazon. Things. Yeah, but just recently she was in the Amazon uh, Love Stories series oh. or something. Really cool. I haven't seen it. She plays the um, woman who is attempting to revive her um, dating life, but she struggles oh. with bipolar. Oh, Anyways, no. it's a really lovely series. <laughs> I'll get the name of it another time, but I really like her. And she yeah. was in it. Topher Grace um, plays her boyfriend, um, which I thought was really cool. Yes. Queen Latifah? Queen Latifah's in it. <laughs> holy, holy macaroni. Right. Yeah, there's... there's all-star cast it was ridiculous i i managed to rope my boyfriend into watching it with me um okay and you know he like there was some trepidation going into it but as soon as the (laughs) the opening credits started and he was like oh my god they're in it and they're in it they're in it he was Mm -hmm. like wow yes yes completely yeah jessica roberts um and then julia Um, roberts Wait, oh, right? sorry. Maybe I've had too much to drink already. <laughs> Jessica no. Roberts. There were a lot of other Jessicas, to be fair. Um, Julia Roberts. Julia and, Roberts. of course, everyone's favorite, yes. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Wait, and who was the... Um, Because we the have Vic Dreamy, but the footballer. He's a doctor in something else. What? What's his name? Um, McSteamy. McSteamy? Isn't and he McDreamy? also in Grey's... Is he also in Grey's Anatomy? Yes, I think also, we have Mick yeah. Dreamy and Mick Steamy in this movie. Oh, wow. Congratulations I was never to in... that director. Uh, <laughs> I was never into Grey's Anatomy, but somehow I do know this. Mm. And I'm so That's sorry, awesome. but I, I don't know the actor's name who plays the I footballer. Don't but I, I, yes. He did I'm... a great job. And mm-hmm. I thought he was like... You know, the hotness level between him and Bradley <laughs> Cooper, it was totally on point. You oh, know? my God. And talk about surprise ending. I, yeah. I honestly wasn't expecting that. It's so good. <laughs> Do you want to say what you're drinking and then we'll go into yes. Ashton? <laughs> so um, I can barely contain myself. I am drinking the 2019 Lily Rosé uh, by Folded Hills. It is a Santa Inez wine. It is award-winning. It is incredibly good. Very refresh. It's a white? Uh, oh, no, it's, it's a rosé. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't really have tasting notes for you, but 
it's incredible pretty much every year. And I was lucky enough to be able to order a few bottles before they sold out because that typically happens in a couple weeks. Um, and it's not one of those fake sellout things where they only made like 10 bottles. Um, it's just, everyone loves this wine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and Claire brought this with her from California six months ago when you moved to Denver. Wow. Okay, I think it's been maybe five months, but it's okay. almost six months. It's almost six months. Wow. I know, I know. Time, Time has gone by very fast and very slow the last year. Somehow at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. What are you drinking? So I, in honor of Valentine's Day, I am drinking a chocolate cocktail. And everyone write this down because I'm actually quite enjoying it. It's one part screwball, which is peanut butter whiskey, one part vodka, two parts Lady Godiva liqueur, one part cream, and that's that. It's so beautiful. (laughs) I don't know if I did the best presentation because um, podcasting, but yeah, podcasting, (laughs) it is very rich and it is very good. Um, yeah. yeah you could probably if you like cinnamon you could do like a little mm. cinnamon stir stick or something okay. that could look okay. cool for this episode because we are discussing more like pop culture fun stuff we want it to feel like a girl's hangout i was just gonna say yeah. the movie the girls movie night is such a fun thing to do after a breakup mm-hmm. and that's one of the reasons that yeah. we have this idea to do do these yeah. happy hours so cool All right. um so valentine's day the movie yes with um about 30 different people who are living in la and yes and we will all not cover it all of course <laughs> yeah so we want to discuss like a few things that stood out to us as mm-hmm. like coaches um and so we were always debating on like what order we should go into and we settled on we'll see where it goes so if we're <laughs> skipping around it's because of that yep And like I said, we won't cover everyone because like we also said, 30 freaking people, 20 maybe, a lot of plots and people. Um, But I guess we could start with where the movie starts, right? Perfect. Yes. So we (laughs) we have Ashton Kutcher, Mm. who is portraying Reed Bennett. Oh my God. I'm not going to remember any character that I give. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, But I was super stoked by the fact that he owns a florist shop because working in a florist shop. Florist he is. Very cool. It's always been like my dream part-time job to work in a florist shop. And he owns the Sienna bouquet. All right. Mm -hmm. So he wakes up his girlfriend on Valentine's Day with a proposal of marriage. Yeah. Oh my God. Who Which I have to say is not on. how I want to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so like, I'm rushing to the bathroom to brush my teeth and then we'll talk. Yeah. But also, okay, now we're getting into it. I wasn't that keen on his proposal being. No. My dad always told me that if I dated a girl who was too good for me, that I should ask her to marry me. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. And why is that a no for you? It's just kind of sad. <sighs> it is. I don't know. It just, <sighs> it, it's like way to start from underneath, you know? Yeah. And it's like, it's not, you know, you should, um, believe in yourself you are worthy of love like he's you know a small business owner he's managing to like do pretty well it seems like Mm -hmm. um and like just because she's like in some unknown corporate career (laughs) um (laughs) she's sexy and she wears high heels yeah and she's aloof and she has some unknown hot job yeah. is all we really know yeah. about her unfortunately and you know she seems like she, like she doesn't seem like revolted by the proposal but she's not visibly excited right. she's doing the bare minimum and he's reading into it as he wants to you know he's seeing what he wants to see 
and um they actually i don't know how recently this was and i don't have anything to cite for you right now but um they talk about how there's the fight the fear responses so there's fight flight and they've named a third one is fawn and that's where you give the other person exactly what you think they Mm, want as a way to cope with a situation you don't know how to handle and minimize the discomfort yeah and i see i see her doing Mm. that fawn response she's giving him exactly what he wants while she thinks about what she wants um instead of saying can i think about it yeah because and this is the thing about valentine's day and about these grand sweeping gestures that people do is it's it's um people have expectations of how they want it to be exactly and because these are important moments and when Mm -hmm. you do this grand production it can border on manipulative yes Mm -hmm. yes i am not a fan of public proposals period Mm -hmm. um so that that was one point in ashton's favor was that it was not a public proposal because that just makes me cringe so much because i'm like (laughs) that poor girl if she wanted to say no like fuck completely (laughs) and i can ask for permission to get into this in a later episode but i totally know someone who this happened to her and she didn't know what to do and said yes and big mess so what do you hate more public proposals or gender reveal parties oh (laughs) actually public proposals (laughs) i'm like apart from the fire hazard Mm -hmm. um coming from california here like one of the biggest fires recently was started by a gender reveal uh party (laughs) apart from fire hazard i don't have that much like against gender reveals okay maybe it's just me but But, yeah i i just they're just not personally relevant to me i guess um got it there's that but i just think some things are just private matters yeah some things are private (laughs) like i know my parents chose to not know my gender until the the special day yeah Um, so you know each their own I don't have like anything super against it because (laughs) it doesn't I mean the thing about the public proposal thing is it's manipulative and it's performative and I I really notice when people have performative relationships performative friendships where it's like well the friendship doesn't really count unless you're like shouting them taking selfies about with your bestie Yeah. yeah and it's like yeah so I knew of a case where a friend of a friend had broken up with his girlfriend and did this big, huge thing where he approached her at a bar with a bloody miniature Eiffel Tower and said that bloody. he was sorry. Um, no, I'm sorry. A, a freaking Eiffel Tower. Oh, I thought it was <laughs> literally <laughs> bloody. <laughs> this is my overseas. Okay. He had a miniature Eiffel Tower. Okay. <laughs> And he said he loved her and he wanted to marry her. And he was just like ready to whisk her away to Paris. And my friend is telling us about it. You know, like my, my friend just did this amazing thing with his ex and my girlfriend and I were like, that is so lame. What the hell is she meant to do? Yeah. You know, if you can't just put it out. Yeah. You can't put it out there in plain language. Um, yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. I would be yeah. super upset. <laughs> right. Yeah. If in front of a ton of strangers that happened and you're like, mm-hmm. and now I'm the bad guy. Like, exactly. What? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I mean, and also, who doesn't want what a think, trip to, but what? You know, just don't care what all the other people think, but that's kind of hard. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah but- you're right. Just keep it <laughs> private. <laughs> yeah, keep it private. Keep it special. Yeah. Which Ashton so. Kutcher did, and I don't know what how we got on this, but <laughs> yeah. All right. So, good so- job. Good job, Ashton, on that one yes. thing. <laughs> Props. <laughs> Just like not right when you wake up. Like I've like I've got like drool like solidified Mm. on half of my face like I'm all puffy (laughs) like why would you do that to me but but that's beside the point agree but they knew each other maybe he 
I don't know. Maybe he somehow yeah. knew. And she looked amazing when she broke up. Of course so, she did. you know, maybe she... she... <laughs> yeah. Did you notice how she didn't shed a single tear during the whole movie? Uh, uh, you know? No, but I mean, now that you mention it, yeah. They did yeah. kind of portray her as an ice queen. The whole way through, I kept on thinking, do they want us to take her side or not? Like, she takes his dog. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she hard. was a friend That's in hard. the end yeah so I felt like they were kind of messing with our minds in a way <laughs> like yeah. it was really hard to choose whether or not you liked her I do appreciate that though because I think it could have been easy to just be like she's so mean and blah and mm. like I like how they showed her checking into the hotel and then like walking the dog afterwards and how her yeah. day just kind of ended <laughs> with not really any resolution she was just like well fuck i live yeah. in a hotel now and i'm gonna figure out my life a and luxury be okay hotel. and so you know i kind of like i kind of get that i relate to the whole like this is wrong and you know i do love this person but not in the way that i want to marry them and also looking out after herself, if someone proposes to me, I want to be over the moon. And so I care about him in the sense yeah. that he deserves better. And I care about myself because this isn't how I imagined feeling after being proposed to. So true. True. All right. What do you have something next? Um, well, we can go on to Mick Dreamy and oh, Jennifer Gardner. Married man. <laughs> As it turns out, <laughs> yes. didn't see that one coming. No, um, but uh, well, I mean, you do quickly on, do. but <laughs> yes, Grey's Anatomy, McDreamy. Yeah, I'm so, so sorry, dude. I know for not yeah, having your name now in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> However, I have to say that I was more into the movie that he did when I was in like elementary school. Uh, Can't buy me love. Oh my god, have you never seen that? I might have seen it. We but were it's not coming really, to mind. really young. You might not even have been born when it came out. But anyways, oh. I loved him from then. Um, but yes, Mick Dreamy is dating Jennifer Gardner. Yeah, and it they wake up. Nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean that's the thing. Um, there's really no indication that he's any type of scumbag. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the way they were talking, she said a single ladies as she was talking True. to him and so you could see that he didn't want to make it official with her oh my god you're so right yeah mm -hmm. yeah so there's that but you know it seemed like from the way she was talking to ashton later because they're they're friends they're besties um is that you know she's like letting him take me. it slow and like you know she's she's kind of waiting for him to feel comfortable with more than just than the she wants i guess that and she does seem to want that but she's also like she's being cool about it mm -hmm. um which unfortunately for her he's married um and and so yeah. i have two notes first i just want to point out that she said that valentine's day is a giant cosmic bitch slap so, yeah. <laughs> to the single people yeah and i'm sure then, we all feel a little well bit but you level. don't have to if you're listening you don't to have this. to you can be drinking and enjoying it and exactly then right back to what you said he mm -hmm. seems so nice yeah. And then he gets to the freaking florist and yeah. he is such a dick to Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. He like skips the line. So first point against him, like they did that mm -hmm. for a reason. They're like, oh, he's entitled because he's a doctor. Yes. Um, which I think was a great thing that they made him still be a doctor. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. They're like, in case you doctor. weren't, in case you couldn't put the name with the face. <laughs> yeah. He's from this really famous show about doctors. Um, so I just thought that was funny. Um, and then, yeah, so he, he skips the line and then he's like, I need two bouquets. One, uh, one for each of my ladies or something mm -hmm. like that and Ashton's like the like, mask is off oh. he's like okay and he's like okay there's there's a code about this like okay but then he gives them the names and this is where 
my boyfriend was like, there is no way I would be that calm if my best friend was one of the names. <laughs> He's like, I would fucking like that. Like I could not hold it together and like pretend I didn't know any. And of then go people. and speak with my friend and coworker and about how should I handle too. this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just like, you know, uh, plot, plot, spoiler. So if you don't want spoilers, I don't know what you're doing here, but you know, eventually it turns out that like he and his best friend are the ones that should have really been together. But if you are meant to be with someone and be their person and like protect them, there's no fucking way you would go through a whole conversation without blurting out what you know. You know, he's, you can just tell in his head, he's like, oh shit. Oh shit. (laughs) You know, and then he doesn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah, which is weird because it almost is like, well, this would have been okay if it's not my best friend. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Some protection. Yeah. So that's hmm. that's interesting. Yeah. And uh, then my other point about how McDreamy was such a douche at the florist <laughs> shop is that when you're honeymooning with someone and waking up in their fancy condo in the first six months, they will probably be putting on their first face or sorry, their best face, their best face and <laughs> their <then>. first <laughs> and their best, their first face, their best face. And so often uh, correlated. Yeah, you, right. <laughs> sorry. I keep interrupting. You, you don't really know what they're like. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's the thing is whenever someone comes to me and they're like, well, it's like, we've been really trying to make this work and it's been like two months and I'm like, mm-hmm. it's, only going downhill from here like I guarantee it yeah so you want it to start out fucking amazing Mm -hmm. as it should so that you can reach like a acceptable and still fulfilling level of relationship you don't want to be efforting to make it okay in the beginning because it's going to end up terrible And relationships are work, but it's not meant to always be hard work. Exactly. And especially if that's how you're starting out. No, not in the beginning. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. All right. So poor Jennifer Gardner. Poor Jennifer. Um, So do you want to talk about her public outburst now or should we circle back? Oh, yes. So she confronts him. In a very yeah. non-literal way, which <laughs> I, I just want to say kudos to the wife for not writing her off as a crazy person. Yeah. So what did you think about that? Yeah. Um, well, the wife did seem very um, collected in a lot of ways. And I get the idea that maybe she doesn't see her husband that often anyway. And so it might have just been confirmation of what she already knows. She seems yeah. like... Um, she seemed like she was used to a life of luxury um, and seemed like she kind of knew like what she was they had an understanding. To. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's what I thought too. And so, you know, but at the end, because we don't see the wife like except, you know, loser partner comes in. She's like, here's what happened. But very metaphorically um she's just <laughs> yeah, like so she says, chop up the dick of the pig or something and there was a lot of metaphors and then she walks out and like tosses the mic drops fake waitress um <laughs> thing to the side and everyone kind of knows what happened um so but we don't see the wife like turn to him and be like what the fuck um <laughs> i also love how jennifer gardner as a elementary school teacher just has all these connections all over town yeah people who love her and want to so hook her connected up because right. of all their kids <laughs> right <laughs> they're like oh my god i have to say the most realistic part was that one kid who always had his shirt over his head that was like literally the most realistic part of the movie i'm like yes exactly. yes everyone you are right. knows that kid <laughs> yes this is certainly not any reflection of life that i am familiar with or have experienced yeah. but do you want do you want to touch on what i told you earlier about how we um how jennifer gardner knows that mcdreamy is at the bistro Oh, yes. Okay. So this is a conversation. Um, this was wonderful. 
She she flies from L.A. to San Francisco, where he says he is. He is not. He's still in L.A. He, like, literally lies to her. It's fine. Normal. Yes, literally. A cheater. <laughs> um, yeah. And so she flies to San Francisco and visited the hospital where he's supposedly doing open heart surgery. Um, <laughs> On Valentine's Day. And oh happens to, you know, like, find the cardiac center ish mm-hmm. place mm-hmm. and meet a nurse that knows him by name yes. and she's like oh he's not here today and she's like are you sure and and then she's like does he have a wife not like a divorced wife not like a separated wife but like a wife wife and yeah, she's like girl. yes they've been married for like 15 years and she's like oh and there's an older nurse watching and the older nurse walks up and we both we watched this separately but we both had to repeat it over and over to figure out what she was saying so i wish that we had a time stamp but anyone who's listening and watches this please go back to the point where jennifer gardner finds out from the nurses (laughs) and please tell me what the older nurse says to her what does she say she goes up with a very loving and concerned look on her face she's like it is inaudible inaudible. but (laughs) after should i say first what i thought it was yes okay so i thought oh wow like important part of the movie you know i'm taking notes for my podcast episode and so i uh, oh odd we wound it listened to it up again and I thought I knew what it said. And I thought that this concerned nurse was saying, be strong, darling. Comma. Early seedling. Be strong, darling. Early seedling. Which, you know, I'm like, yeah, I, that makes sense. Especially the be strong part. Like that I heard. I'm like, yeah. be strong, darling early seedling like you're like you know maybe the wise nurse has dropped in with some wisdom to you know save this woman's evening be strong you're young you know early seedling (laughs) exactly (laughs) all right so um i then put on the closed captions because i still wasn't completely sure what the hell was happening the nurse was in fact not saying be strong darling early seedling she went up and said oh my god be strong (laughs) oh my god okay Okay, I do. I have it written down because I was afraid this was gonna happen. Okay, bistro garden early seeding. Yeah, what the fuck did she know? Okay, so I have to say, other side of the state. Yes, where Jennifer Gardner is meant to have flown to this dude's hospital in San Francisco. Yeah, and the nurses there are telling her that this guy is at the bistro garden in la and early seating with his wife for for context because we have some international listeners california is a fucking long state the Uh, third largest state yeah san francisco to la is a nine hour drive right so that's like at least two hours on an airplane yeah i mean and then going through security and all that shit and plus, this old nurse is supposed to, like, have his itinerary Knows for Valentine's life. Day. Like, what the fuck? It never occurred to me that she was telling her where this guy was. Yeah. I, I mean, just thought she was being yeah. sweet. I don't know. Anyways. I mean, it makes sense now why they zoomed in on the restaurant name as Bistro Garden. I was like, that's weird. Is oh it, like, God. an olive 
Olive Garden like reference. Like, are they saying he's taking his wife out to a terrible place? Not that Olive Garden. It's not the Olive Garden, but (laughs) it's okay for a weekend lunch, I guess. Exactly, but Valentine's Day for a doctor. (laughs) And also, I have to say, what's with the early seating? Because normally, and I wonder if they meant to do this because normally early seating would be like you made the plans too late it's kind of all that's left because that's what Anne Hathaway got with her her guy uh into it Topher Grace Topher okay (laughs) Topher Grace I can remember that I was gonna say I don't know what any of these characters names were Uh, yeah no um, Reed Bennett Reed (laughs) Bennett yeah so then we have a good name Anne Hathaway and Topher Grace. Yes. So Mm -hmm. she is moonlighting secretly um, as a adult phone entertainer. Right. Um, The first time we see them is in a morning after scene. Yes. Where she rushes out. (laughs) What was that? At the beginning of this long ass day that they're pulling. (laughs) Right. Um, and so it's kind of the typical, we've been dating for a few weeks scenario where you wake up and it's like, that was fun, but I'm not totally cool with being here right now. Yeah. They specifically (laughs) said two weeks, like two weeks. And then he's like, oh fuck, I forgot it was Valentine's day, which is like, wow, how do you do that? And then I've seen this in sitcoms before. Okay. And I was it's like, how? 14th. You know it's Valentine's Day. Come on. Yeah, come on. Even if you don't, you live in the world, you work in an <laughs> office building, someone had to have told you. <laughs> oh, he's like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. Yeah. So he books an early seating at a restaurant as a like, he's like, shit, what do you do for two weeks in a relationship? So good for him for thinking about what would that be like. But yeah, I have. Okay, so. Happens? So I have to say here that he wants to be with her. Yeah. And so he was very proactive in thinking, you know, like, what would a woman want if I want to be with her? You know, like, how should I turn this around? Yeah. It's, I appreciated that. Yeah. But two weeks, 14 days. It's not that long. It's not that long. Um, and yeah. So, like, calm down as well. Yeah. Cal- mm. Calm down as well. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I get being super interested in someone but this is more context for what we're going to share next which is during dinner she gets a call and you can tell she was struggling to tell him something which we could guess what it is from this that she's moonlighting um to make some but money it, she's not really moonlighting though because oh it's she's not in the evening doing it 24 7 yeah well which, she said it's my the most said, busy day it's the most busy oh, day true. is yeah, what you're she right, said. You're right. So okay. I get the feeling that it's not usually this hectic for her. Uh, but that's And that's why she had yeah. to rush out that morning yeah. because it was Valentine's Day and she was going to get yeah. lots of calls from yeah, uh, from uh, clients. <laughs> I actually wrote in my notes, phone sex, uh, phone sex op- operator. Do they still have these? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So go on with the dinner. So, yeah. So um, they're sitting at dinner. She's trying to tell him something. She's working up to it. You're like, come on, girl, you can do it. (laughs) And then her phone rings and it's like that sexy 80s music. Right. She has the ringtone. Like, yeah, we're getting down (laughs) music. Um, And so she's like, hang on. I will be right back. And so she runs outside and starts talking to what's his butt. Um, was this the one with the Southern accent? Yes. This was a Southern accent. There were really enjoyed her character. Personalities. Yeah. She was very good at her job. Like all power to her. Yeah. Great Mm -hmm. job. Can definitely see that as an English major, I can relate. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) fuck yeah. Good job. Mm -hmm. Um, She really had the backstories of all the characters. Yeah. It was, there was some depth. (laughs) There was some depth. (laughs) For sure. Uh, (laughs) But um, she's, you know, she's trying to get her client um, to be satisfied uh, outside. (laughs) And Um, he comes out and he's listening and he's like, 
Topher what? Grace is listening. Yeah, yes, it seems because... like he. It seems like he's gonna be cool about it at first. Mm-hmm. At first, he's like, "Oh, is that what you do?" You know, he seemed interested at first, and um, they did have some backstory that he was from like Kentucky or Indiana. Oh, see, I have to say that really annoyed me. Yeah. They, they they kept on getting back to this point about he's yeah. from Indiana he doesn't know he's any so, better you know he's like all sheltered and shit you know but I mean how um, many times do we know yeah. where any of these other characters were from except yeah. Topher Grace they except must have mentioned him. it a dozen times because they're trying to justify his reaction which was he lashed out at her for her keeping this from him which i want to say he's known her for two weeks (laughs) he is not owed a description of every way that she Mm -hmm. makes money after two weeks yeah it's not like she's endangering his actual like sexual health like if she was um a sex worker like i feel like that would be Mm -hmm. yeah owed it but um you know there's there's like there's a level of this is a lot of information. I have to think about it. Like, thank you for yes. finally telling me. And then there is saying, I'd call you, but I don't know if I can afford it. And I have to say, like, even the look on his face. Yeah. Ladies, if this happened to you and someone just switched like that mm-hmm. and said something super insulting with a serious and smug look on their face yeah. without giving it a second thought. Yes you you've just seen this real person yeah you saw who he really was Mm -hmm. and they justify it by being like he's from the south and is sheltered and it's like no there's no justification for lashing out at someone just because they didn't turn out to be exactly who you thought they were after two weeks like i'm sorry he immediately apologized but it was just such a moment and um from the male perspective, my boyfriend also okay. had a problem with that. He yes, was like, tell, tell me. Yeah, he was just like, no. He's like, that's not okay. He mm-hmm. shouldn't have done that. Why did she take him back? Like, that wasn't oh. a big deal. He was also bothered by that situation. So should we talk about how it is that he that she takes him back? Um. Yeah, I mean... Uh, another all, grand sweeping gesture uh, he brings her camera to her apartment and i would be super fucking annoyed if anyone did this to me he takes a picture of her as she opens the door <laughs> with like, the flash on with the flash on like who the fuck is this guy he's such a dick <laughs> and adult like completely i mean yeah. how would he know what she was dressed in it's a it's yeah. at night it's in- yeah and it's a polaroid there's no deleting that shit <laughs> like <laughs> and says that this is all for love yeah so you've gone from being a judgmental prick yeah to saying you're in love yeah how can you i don't know I'm girl just, i just don't get it i'm like yeah like well it's, it's real for the movies love, but this is lust Real love is built over time with respect and truly knowing someone. We just mm-hmm. found out he didn't know her at all. Right. So, I mean, even on his part, maybe he should have yeah. taken a step back and said, oh, wow, okay. I'm moving way too fast. I never even asked her any of these things. This yeah. is affecting me. Like, what is, what is, um, does she not know about me either? Not, yeah. we've had a few nice nights together. I'm going to tell her I love her. Yeah. So, so I that guess she'll that keep dating be- me. Yeah, that would be the take is, you know, first of all, don't insult someone just because they didn't like satisfy what you wish they were. Yep. And then second, um, don't like love bomb someone as an apology. Completely. Um, because look, it is for the other person. It's very confusing. It's very, very confusing. confusing. Yeah, poor Anne Hathaway. I'm sure yeah. she'll figure it out eventually. But <laughs> I mean, you know. wouldn't you want someone who was sorry to show it? You know, and so it messes with your mind a bit. And because our society is also focused on <laughs> forgiveness and proving yourself, especially men to women, mm-hmm. um, 
you know, you could even go against your best instincts and yeah, take someone back. Yeah, I think the general um, consensus here is that you shouldn't take your relationship advice from movies like period um but we're still gonna continue so yes should we talk about Shirley MacLaine um I do but I just want to quickly because it's going to be a really quick point because we're talking about sudden flips and attitude I want to talk about Tay Squared aka (laughs) Taylor Swift and Taylor Lautner (laughs) yeah so I was never like such a big fan of hers but I know that this was a really big thing about this movie and she was adorable she's adorable Um, I actually, I, I don't think that this was the best role for her. <laughs> no, <laughs> because I, um, oh, look, she was young. I just, yeah. I don't know. I, the acting was not absolutely the best, but I just think they were putting her in this performative role where she had to do these over the top, silly things. And that yeah. that's actually not her or even what she wants to portray. Yeah. And so I'm totally cutting her slack. I could totally, I could go so deep down the rabbit hole because I'm a, I'm a big Taylor Swift fan Aww. right now. Um, not right now, just like always, but um, yeah. except for high school, it was like, so yeah, oh, anyway, but um, so Taylor Swift, we now know her as a thoughtful, like academic level, thoughtful person, like folklore more holy fuck. Mm. Um, <laughs> but back in the day, she was always releasing these like, you know, romeo juliet love story like over the top dramatic romantic things Mm. she ended up in this movie um and i think at the time she was actually dating taylor lautner so they were like a real life couple for like two minutes Um, can i just ask he is from twilight right twilight okay oh which we should i've rewatched twilight in the last two years and it's it's horrifying so I kind it's of horrifying. Boy, I kind of boycotted it because of the oh. author's religious affiliation. Oh yeah, but, um, she's was LDS. Yeah, um, I know. I've I've read like papers on all of this that. stuff about how her her religion influenced the book. Yes. Yeah, um, the so saving herself it, but... thing. Okay, we're gonna do a Twilight one. Yeah, <laughs> so I we're actually just do old movies. Know of relationships that I've broken up because of twilight are you serious yes yes uh because of like not liking it or because of like intellectual <laughs> conversations about how bad it no, is because of the female wanting that type of romance and getting oh. so into the books and the movies that um they were just kind of taken out of reality and that their actual husband could not you know give them this type oh of my God. Uh, reality that's so bad i agree and yeah because that's even that's like the middle level of understanding of it like (laughs) because the like you know the 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 mormon side of it is you know she was literally going to die if they Uh had sex Uh Uh you know Uh like that was like the whole thing but Wow, that's yeah, that's really so interesting. Yeah, so I'm writing this down. <laughs> yes, that we will do a, ser- a Twilight series. <laughs> Fuck. And okay. I will at least watch the films. I don't know about the books. No, but- the books are better than the films. But <laughs> okay, don't. I mean, don't torture yourself any more than you have to. But uh, okay, so, so Tay Squared, t- Taylor <laughs> Twilight. Taylor Twilight. Okay. Um. So he was a wolf. I don't know. Um. So Taylor Swift <laughs> and Taylor Lautner. They're in high school. They have like this very um shallow relationship where she's like, I like him because he's an athlete, and he's like, Isn't she hot? Which they like chemistry and things in common, they and they have chemistry. Yeah, they're seventeen, and so um. But there was one scene where which reminded me of the sudden flip thing where she gives him uh his jersey and he's like this is my jersey and then she flips it over she's like oh it's got the number 13 on it your lucky number and he's like that's your number mm-hmm. and she's and like she has it written on boom. her hand she has it written on her hand that's why does Swift she love reference. 13 uh it's taylor swift's lucky number oh, so why? it was like a taylor swift reference throughout oh. the whole thing okay um yeah, so she's like playing a character, but she's still kind of herself. Um, I don't know. High school. Um, but he he's like, 
expresses maybe a little bit of not being absolutely thrilled about the gift and she boom you turn is like you don't like it Mm -hmm. like and you could just feel the guilt she's any people pleaser anyone with Mm -hmm. any tiny little Mm -hmm. little bit of people pleasing would have been like oh god horrified yeah and he yeah yeah and And he does yeah and he's like oh i'm sorry like i forget what he says but he calms her down and she flips back to being happy but that that just like that for me rang of like emotional abuse and manipulation yeah and also so taylor twilight Mm -hmm. i would say would be showing some signs of codependence in the sense that he is acting in a certain way in order to get the end goal which is like love and acceptance from her even though he doesn't like the gift at all and frankly why should he it's kind of an insult she didn't he, it was a horrible gift <laughs> you know yeah. right like, this will remind you of me but it's like really like you're marking your territory yes and um, he did such a sweet thing for her and then you know her gesture was the just, bear how thing. can i make this more about me yeah it's like <laughs> i can tell that what you what means the most to you is public recognition of our relationship so here's yeah. a giant bear that you can bring to school and show to everyone yeah i mean it was kind of it was bad but yeah so that was just a small sub subplot mm-hmm. like so much of that relationship was just like circus like performance it was just so out of reality that it didn't even make sense but that one conversation where she flipped to negative and then flipped back as soon as he like came back into what appeased she her. wanted and appeased her mm-hmm. like that was that was interesting because that can totally happen with people in a rec- like a real life relationship so well and I think it's really really important to talk about because teenagers do watch this and it's Taylor and Taylor and they think you know this is how relationships are meant to be at this age and then it does end with this cute scene of them kissing Mm -hmm. which was very touching you know it did make me think you know of my teenage boyfriend and how like the feelings he gave young love and then it the movie ends with the Taylor Swift song of today was a today was a fairy tale tale. and so it sends the message that this is kind of a normal and ideal way yeah and I actually dumped my first high my first (laughs) boyfriend and my my only high school boyfriend on valentine's day so for me it was kind of funny yeah there's that yeah they nostalgic. should be portraying stuff like that it was yeah. nostalgic <laughs> i guess <laughs> sorry um yeah so there's that um so yeah so now on to um the the um you know this yeah. this movie appealed to all age groups we have <laughs> yeah <laughs> What was the name? Okay, so what we're about to say, dear listener, is we've got Shirley MacLaine, who mm-hmm. is in a relationship with... I, I don't mean, know his name, okay. but he's in a lot of stuff. He's yeah, usually so a spy. He's he usually someone the, super badass. He's the dude who's in the movie with Natalie Portman. Uh, the Professional, right? Okay. I think. Do you know the movie? I don't know. The, okay, don't, so The Professional is where... It. It's really old. She's like 10 and oh god so he's okay. a hitman and yeah he's usually a cold-hearted yeah killer. i'm pretty sure this is the same guy and if it's not yeah. we're gonna get blasted in a couple years when everyone listens to this and says that we're ignorant <laughs> i think anyway. that he was i mean i think they played off of that because they were like actually oh, he went away for a while and i'm like oh what if he was a hit okay i'm gonna look I, okay so talk i'm gonna look this up i i, okay. I have to know now okay, okay so, so the professional yeah cast. so basically what happens is is he's just enamored with his wife of 50 years or whatever it's like a very long relationship it's just been the two of them and he's like talking to his grandson about how wonderful she is blah 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 and for some reason 20 years later she comes out and tells him 
I cheated on you once. I cheated on you once while you were away on business. And he, you know, is is obviously upset and leaves the house later goes to the cemetery showing of some movie that she was in because she was like a silver screen star um and you know he had some thinking to do about the fact that she had cheated on him apparently once 20 years ago and hadn't told him until then yeah and and how this comes up is they're telling the nanny that Uh, she says well you know what are the chances of two people only being with each other which I have to say for 17 year old that is very freaking healthy way to look at things (laughs) like I was like yeah of course if she had two people being together forever yeah she says it's not like if I sleep yeah. with my boyfriend, oh, that. I see. I thought you meant the opposite of like, no, as a high schooler, she should believe yeah. that she'll be yeah, with her yeah, boyfriend exactly. forever. Yes. Yeah, yeah, she's actually taking a very mature standpoint and being like, right. yeah, we're gonna go away to different schools. We're gonna have different experiences. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. might not have that much in common afterwards. Like, who am I to be like staking everything on someone who's 17 18 years old no 18 because they specifically they're like we're legal we're legal we're legal (laughs) we're gonna spread this around that we're only having legal sex in this movie um (laughs) (laughs) teenagers are allowed to have sex as long as one of them is no, as long as they're both a teenager. teenager as long as they're both teen yeah okay i yeah. guess they crossed all, like covered all their bases yeah they were like let's make sure this is super airtight <laughs> and by the way i was way off this guy is not in the yeah and make sure that it's okay because the mom walks in on the boyfriend naked and i think they're like trying not to make that as pop problematic as it could be <laughs> right. they're like well he was 18 um as if that even matters but he was 18 anyways so my point being that the teenager's perspective is quite healthy in that she realizes that her boyfriend in high school is not going to be the only man boy person who she's ever going to be with but then shirley mclean and her husband say well we've only been with each other which well, I was the, like, why you gotta even? Says. Yeah, yeah. But she she notices that the um Shirley MacLaine right is kind of looking kind of like face. awkward and guilty when he's like, we've only been together. Sometimes it does work like that, <laughs> and, and she's, she's like, like uh... <laughs> she's like so awkward whenever he does this. I know. I was like. <laughs> Is there any better way to do this? Yeah. It was, and and I love Shirley MacLaine too. And it was like, this is just lame. But yeah, yeah obviously she's about to, yeah, unburden so herself. Go into well, the no, next obviously room. it is that she has had sex with someone else because yeah. her weird yeah. face. <laughs> she's like, I was a fucking movie star. You think I only slept with you? <laughs> what the fuck? But then it turns out that the other man the other man sex with was just a family friend because she was lonely yes his business partner (laughs) so while he was away on business weirdly she had sex with his business partner who wasn't away on business um so yeah so that's because they were so lonely because she was was lonely lonely. she said she was so lonely and she said it was very short and it ended as soon as he came back (laughs) and so it was more than once it seems um but 20 years on yeah so let's talk about that's our problem yeah Mm. so my question is after 20 years and she said according to the script that she never did it again and she knows how and they're about to renew their vows by the way her husband they seem very happy uh but yet she just has to get this out there yeah so i was a little like i don't know it feels a bit selfish yeah it's Mm -hmm. like she's trying to make her conscience feel good yeah 
And in order to do that, she's putting this person through like emotional turmoil. Right. That she should have. Like, we're not saying, oh, you shouldn't tell someone when you cheat. You should tell someone when you cheat. Yeah, yeah. Immediately. Yeah. If you want to be like somehow a better human being, like, Mm -hmm. or more ethical, that's, I mean, first of all, it is unethical to cheat if you have an understanding of a monogamous Mm -hmm. relationship. We're supportive of all sorts of things. But if you have the understanding that it's monogamous, then yeah, you need to, you need to fess up. then like you kind of need to make a decision right and they made it out to be like this was such a one-off so she drops this bomb on him and he's understandably upset he says that this one thing makes the whole relationship feel like a lie yeah he keeps his cool I mean, he really, does. you're well because just... he's a he's a hitman. know. <laughs> I was gonna say people are going to hate us. I don't think it's the same guy. I I guarantee I, he's he's always like the head of the CIA I don't or think like it's the same the, actor. Yeah, I'm I, so I don't, sorry. Uh, he is typecast. He is not typecast as a romantic guy. Okay, so guy. maybe he's he might not be. Like a, crime syndicate but guy. he might he not be in the professional in but i don't think he's in the professional okay all right I'm, so i feel so that. bad people uh, i can expect that we're gonna hear about this but <laughs> i'm sure we'll be okay yeah okay so he very calmly takes it and but just says but like i i can't be around you right now and he does what I would say would be extremely healthy way to deal with it, which is to go out and do something he enjoys, except for the fact that it was watching a movie she was in. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he takes himself out, <laughs> which I, I love. Yeah. And he's being very calm, like I said about it. And he and Topher Grace meet up at the movie they have kind of a heart to heart about it. Um, he has his flask with, with him, you know, a bit of self care there. And then Shirley MacLaine comes storming in in this <gasps> big flamingo, like a phoenix, or no, a pair, a peacock, yeah, like pe- a peacock uh, parrot, <laughs> some sort yeah. of mythical creature, and you know, flying Very around. Glamorous. Yeah, looking for him and making a scene. And what was his name in the movie? I can't remember because she kept saying that. She kept saying, (laughs) What's his name? What's his name? Edgar. Edgar. (laughs) Edgar. Yes. And she's flying around. And of course, there are, I think the film even said there were a hundred other people there in the audience, something like that. And then significant crowd yes because they sold out of tickets and Topher yeah. grace gave edgar the ticket the ticket and so shirley mclean finds edgar <laughs> and says i know that you're disappointed with me but being in love means that you accept every part of a person and so you've got to yeah. accept this part of me yeah i so... was like no no and of course he says of course i love you and they kiss yeah. and everyone claps and i mean maybe there hmm. will be follow up conversations for their relationship i don't know but it seemed like all was forgiven and all was better after 2 hours apart and a romantic reconnection in a cemetery in front of a crowd um very cinematic yeah literally and figuratively <laughs> yeah I mean, we get it because she's all like glamorous and like silver screen. And, and she made like, the swooping gesture. So, so she must mean it, right? Which yeah. is, I think, what this movie puts across is that yeah. it has to be public. It has to be huge. It has to be. Um, yeah. Maybe that's, why, maybe that's why Ashton didn't get his fiance because it wasn't a public oh my god dang (laughs) maybe it was private and therefore she was like i'm out it um (laughs) and that's the message is that and and we disagree 
Um, yes. yeah, yeah. I, d- I did not. This was probably my least favorite part of the movie when she yeah. did this. Yeah. Terrible. Because uh, he had every right to be upset. Yeah. Cheating and breaking vows. Like, yeah. Yeah. Great Cheating and breaking vows is not a part of who you are intrinsically that someone yeah. has to accept. Exactly. Especially when it's 20 years ago. It yeah. just, yeah, it's just, you know, and I think once trust is broken, it's hard not to be like, well, you say it was only once, but like, how am I supposed to yeah, trust that anymore? Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm not saying that they needed to completely break up, but the film putting it out there that yeah. this is the way that you solve I, yeah. things when you cheat on your husband. Yeah. No. I get that they were like, we got to tie up these loose ends in one day because we <laughs> named it Valentine's Day and it was like morning to night. Uh, but still. Yep. Still. I, I think the point is that the pop culture has such an influence on how we actually think about things. I will completely admit that I was influenced by pop culture growing up. Oh, I yeah. watched Save by the Bell the wonder years <laughs> you know like <laughs> I thought that to be cool I needed a boyfriend and I got yeah. it from these shows and so when you put messages out there you at least need a new breakup podcast to critique it <laughs> because this is not real life <laughs> and tell you and that you need them to tell you be strong mm-hmm. darling early seedling that's a wrap that's a wrap (laughs) oh my god (laughs) perfect thanks for listening to x-files a podcast about breakups broken hearts and moving on if you like this episode tag us on your instagram story so we can connect with you and you can find me claire on instagram at claire loftas And me, Janice, on Instagram at Janice Formicella. Talk soon. Bye.